Welcome to the Zero Stake Podcast. I'm Rod. I'm David. I'm Nate. I'm Hoop. And we thank you for listening um, and watching. If you're on YouTube, like, share, subscribe. Um, we're available on Spotify. We have TikTok. We have Instagram. So please, please share, subscribe, and like. And leave a comment if you have any. Yeah, we might have the Zero Stake, but we want to hear yours. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We could trim all this shit afterwards. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. We, we can, can leave we it can, in, right? Just we right. can space that yeah. out. Sounds, sounds good. Yeah. I always yeah. like leaving it in. That was, see, that, was <laughs> yeah. that was my favorite part about the clip that we did post last time, right? Is that like I faded it right where Rod is going. Yup, and I just got straight King of the Hill vibes. I was just like, yep. yes. Would you rather fight a rooster every time you got into a car, or fight three raccoons once a year? <laughs> three raccoons once a year in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, I can fuck up some raccoons. Sorry, you'll probably have to mute the fuck up part because no, if we're under a minute, it's fine. It'll be okay. Well, this will be a different one, right? Um, so, wait, why? I want to know your reasoning because I have different reasoning. Yeah, you said fuck Honestly, up. they're so cute little bandits. Like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I will skin them alive. I don't give a shit. They're trash pandas. Literal time. trash, garbage beaver-looking motherfuckers. <laughs> um, and honestly, if I had to fight a, a chicken every time I got into a car, like, no, 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 rooster. Yeah, roosters are terrifying. They're mini velociraptors, and I get into a car multiple times a day. I don't want to have to deal with that. Okay. I grew up in Benson, bro. My nana had a pet rooster named Tyson, and the reason <laughs> we named him Tyson is because he would literally fuck everyone up but her. She used to hold him like a baby. Mm -hmm. So when you describe the rooster versus the raccoons, I literally thought to myself, well, I did it for fucking 16 years. What's the difference? Just keep going. So punt the little bastard across the yard and run to the car. That's what I did anyway. So that's like <laughs> every time you get into a car versus one time, one day a year, you have to fuck up only three <laughs> raccoons. Yeah, but crazy. Okay. No, raccoons no. got thumbs though, dude. You could still punt them just as much as the damn chicken. Did, did anybody ever remember watching 101 Dalmatians? That that raccoon destroyed the out of that car remember that okay but so like i have two there's, points to this because they're kind of smart two two points to this one when you buried it did you make sure to put the tattoo on the gravestone you know what's fucked up um so he died while she was out of town okay oh, and this no. is what's wonderful okay we didn't want to have the little funeral because my nana's weird she loved that <laughs> fucking rooster she loved the cock way more than she should have right oh, but I here's the thing so she Loved that stupid bird more than I think she loved us at the time, which is fine. To be fair, like... I, I get it. I know who I am. <laughs> but my, we didn't know what to do, so we stuck him in the freezer outside for about three days. Just this dead limp. Fuck, we didn't wrap him. We didn't do anything. He just stuck in there. I went to get hamburgers one night, and I forgot he was in there. It scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Got you for free. I know. It was like a PTSD. So, so imagine it was still alive, and it just comes flying out the freezer. Son of a bitch. It would be just like the car every time you get in it. Yeah, exactly. You so just... Hoop said you want to fight raccoons. Oh, like, in for, a heartbeat. You know, along the, you know me. I was homeschooled, born on a, on a ranch, had chickens, geese, everything. Our rooster was named Rudy, which was my mom's dad's name, because he was a little asshole. And so he was used to grandpa. Be, well, my mom's dad. No, no, so no. My grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I was yeah. like, the rooster was the spirit of your grandpa. Hold on, Pretty let me, much. Let me figure out your family tree real quick. Yeah, that's your grand. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, no, so we used to have chickens, and that would give us eggs and stuff like that. At one point in time, my mom was like, you know what? Let's let a hen hatch the eggs. You know, let's get more chickens, because we used to just have like a family. Yeah, chicken. You, you, saw, you yeah. pull them out. So at one point, 
one of the little chickens the rooster one day found out was actually a male mm. and for a while it was just fine and at one time it pick, I remember it picked up the little rooster and dunked it into a pond and just held it underwater we saved it and had to move the other older rooster in but an owl one night got inside the hen house my rooster was in there that rooster fucked up that fucking owl the whole place was destroyed. All the cages, all the all the hens were all hanging out and stuff like that too. That fight went all the way out into the, the front of our yard. Obviously, the owl won, right? But so, are you saying I, you would pick the raccoons? Yeah, then? I'm, I'm I fine. would still pick the raccoons. The roosters terrified the fuck out of me. To to your not point, even if it's just one. Just oh my god! I can't, to your man, point, I can't mate. do the thumbs. It's too my, much. Uh, it's creepy. <laughs> they <laughs> grab you. They actually can hold your hand. Mm -hmm. That's weird. My my cousin it's like that TikTok was like don't move Jerry <laughs> like it's just weird. My cousin used to do uh, 4-H and stuff, so he okay. had like a steer and everything that he'd show at the so at cool. the county fair. Yeah. And one day I was over there, and they had a big old bunch of chickens and everything similar to what Nate was describing. And my cousin went to go feed them by just you know take they had a like a large silver trash can that they just dumped all their grain into and you just scoop it out and mm -hmm. throw it to the chickens. Well, a mouse had gotten in there, Hell and yeah. uh, it freaked out, understandably, when we opened the lid, because it was sitting there spinning around, and it ended up being able to jump out. And I was just like, all right, cool, whatever, it's gone now. Um, the chickens did not feel the same, <laughs> and I swear I got Jurassic Park vibes, because <laughs> one rooster <laughs> plucked the shit out of the mouse... As it was zooming by, it was quick as hell. This rooster didn't give a shit. It was just like mine. Well, you know if they see and then red, another rooster comes in, grabs the other, like back half of the mouse, and they rip it apart like the goddamn Jurassic Park T Rexes. Yeah, terrifies the shit out of me. I don't fuck with chickens. I'll take the raccoons any day of the week. How about you, David? Um, see, I'm always the what if man, right? Like. How, how smart are these raccoons that I have to worry about? Like, average. Average. Okay. I would say average intelligence. They know how to get into a dumpster. Is, like, the, is the rooster seeing red? Uh, I, oh, I, like, think it, I think yeah, it's... Like, are we I starting think, the fight with the rooster? No, they, they're starting the fight. Okay. They're starting the and fight. We're, but the, the rooster's are, 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 down are, to fight. Second question. The, the raccoons aren't in a car, right? We just get to pick when we get to fight them? No, they just surprise you. But you know the day? Well, could you imagine no, the drunken No, you don't know the day. It's just once fighting. a year. Once a year, the raccoons just show up. You could be sleeping. So cool. We're getting jumped into a raccoon gang. Okay, so, yeah, I was I was like, what are we in? Fucking East L.A.? Like, we're about to get jumped into this fucking gang. And these it's the fucking, same thing. These See, little raccoons jump at ASA. Like, See, we're about to get with, jumped, homie. Like, the what the fuck? At least with the rooster, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I want to have this That's animated. what I'm saying. It's predictable. Yes. I'm just imagining you Even on that, like no, you on you like day thirty. You're just in chainmail, getting all prepared to get. Into your well, that's what I'm saying. You wear pants, you'll be fine. The spurs hurt for sure, but it's manageable. I don't know what this rooster's or this fucking raccoon's gonna do to me while I'm sleeping. David's still mulling this over. I am because I think it's I'm <laughs> nah. I'm not country born, right? In, in my eyes, the raccoon fight is like a sanctioned fight. Like, all right. You know what you're getting it's, yourself you know, into? Like, it's New August Year's. Cause, well, honestly, because, like, if it's once a year, then that tells me they have to wait a year. Or else it could be once whenever. You know, like... Like, what if they choose... Like, if, oh, if the, I'm not waiting another 365 days. Yeah. I'm going to use my next year yeah, what if tomorrow. They go, if they go back to back, that's not once a year. That's twice in a year. Yeah, right. So every 365 days, it has to be one event. And I'm sitting here thinking, all right, they meet me in the front yard. 
we go at it, you know, as opposed to in my mind, the rooster conversation is, you know, you're first thing in the morning, you haven't even sipped on your coffee, you throw it in the cup holder, you're late for work, you close the door and all of a sudden over the back from the back seat comes a rabid rooster just <laughs> and you're just getting fucked up. What is this? An 80s slasher film? Yes. Like, yeah. Fucking Chucky in the back seat being like, have you seen a goddamn rooster? <laughs> Yeah. Turns around. And you hey, get pretty big. Play? Yeah, I think, you, I think you're, you're gonna sit there and tell me Tyson wouldn't do that shit. No, what dude, of, he would do that in the morning when we would. So I remember waking up several times. My nana, she's fucking a thousand, right? So she's up at fucking before the sun's up. And the the, the fu- I would get up to go pee. I would walk out of the room, and the little fucker would be waiting by a corner. It's like I was his. He was my alarm clock, and then of course I can't go to sleep. I'm just sitting there like fucking, and he would. And I'm in my underwear. I'm fucking... I have no defense. Homie, stay strapped or get clapped, bro. Okay, so with all this additional (laughs) input and knowledge gained, I think I'm taking on the raccoons, right? Because it's it's a similar similar question. It's like, would you rather take on 500, like, kindergartners all at once or one at a time, right? Like, it's the same thing. When you're talking about numbers, though, right? Like (laughs) You got the sword? Okay, well, we're not decimating <laughs> yeah. everything. You're, see, but that's also a planned fight, right? Like, if you want to wear brass knuckles to your brawl with the raccoon gang from East L.A., that's on you, my uh, dude. Brass knuckles and steel-toed boots, I'm winning every fucking that's day of the saying. week. And if I know Wait, that, that, that fight could happen at any time, I'm staying strapped. I'm staying <laughs> ready. My... Daily attire is going to be steel-toed boots and brass knuckles in my pocket. Can you imagine that Rocky montage? What are you training for? Fucking <laughs> raccoons, man. <laughs> All right, here, here's another one for you. And this is actually going to be interesting. I want to hear what Rod's take is on this one, too. Let's start with Rod. He had zero take. Uh-huh. Oh, I had a take on that last one. <clears throat> What's the greatest Christian rock band? Wait, this came up. Wait. No phones. The greatest you Christian bitch. rock band of all time? I mean, hands down, it's Creed. Hands I down. would agree. There is no debate. None. No, I, I got mean, a debate for you. I got, I got an answer for you. Okay. I'm not, I want, I want, I want no, because wait, I have a feeling that he's going to mention a certain TikTok that just went viral like two days ago. I saw it too. Yeah. The one that's like, how did a Christian rock band make this riff? Yep. Right? Nope. Did you send that to me? Nope, nope. I don't think I sent it to you, but I definitely saw, saw that it. exact yeah. one. Okay. Um, so then I'm going to, then I'm probably answering. You probably know it then. Yeah. Go. The Killers. No. It wasn't the, the killers. killers. I forget who it was, but that's not really important. Realistically, there's a ton of groups that started out as Christian Dude, rock. Saliva yeah. is Christian rock. Yeah. No. Under Saliva Oath yeah. is no. Christian rock. Yes. The, killers, the killers are a Mormon band. Didn't Three Days Grace start as Christian yeah, rock? Yeah, but when think I think about it, Christian Mr. band, though. Could be wrong. Mr. Brightside. Think about, Look at all think the lyrics. about their music, though. Yeah, It doesn't hold a candle to what the actual lyricism is that Creed had. I Creed think- literally sang about God. Hey, Rod. I, and their oh. relationship with God. Could the I hold your do candle? it in a metaphorical way. That's what I'm saying. Not the same thing. It doesn't matter about... No, I, I think you're cutting hairs at this point because I feel yeah. like if you're saying it's a Christian band, I, like you could even say Skillet at that point because right. they hold true to their entire viewpoints the entire time. They do, but I don't think they, that Skillet's been around I mean, as long as the Killers... No, they right? haven't, but we're... we're you, now you're but that's that's by not. Time. We're saying well, best ever. Best well, I ever. Said, I just said the greatest. So I'm yeah, best. It's best it's, it's ever. Super, I'd yeah. still have to say Creed. I'd have okay. to give it to Creed just based on numbers. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Like honestly, because like, they were they were so big in a time where like, you, it actually curious. mattered that you sold physical records. Yeah. 
Which that, is yeah. a fucking feat in itself because that will never we will never live in a time where that matters anymore. Now it's about streams. And right? they did that in right. the middle of fucking warp tour era. Correct. Like and so capitalized. Take a look at what 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 like what you want the or the no, num- no, no, like the like numbers based on his, what are the numbers like the records and stuff yeah, like record that. Yeah, records, sales, oh, killers, and twenty-five million and records easy, and they have about half the number of albums, probably less than half that the killers have. But so here's which the- is even more astonishing when you put into actual consideration of how long they were active versus not. Well, that's right? the caveat to it, right? As well as the, it's also like you need to look at it as like not just Christian rock. How many Christian art, rock artists even transcended out of that genre to the mainstay? A right, lot right. more than people realize. A lot more than people like, realize, but like I think another Creed, Creed was recognized as just a rock band yes. for most people. Like we were raised at a time where Creed was playing on the radio. Yeah. Right? True. Like yeah, at I, the same time as System of the Down, the same thing as like beautiful. I don't even can't I even miss think that of era. all of them right now. Can I be honest? I didn't even know the killers were Mormon. I honestly that yeah, was so and, metaphorical and stuff like that. But, but you, you didn't watch the, the cult videos about Mormons and Killers? Ooh. Hey, there's a real good one on Netflix if you guys haven't watched it. Yo, speaking Super of uh, solid. speaking of like Creed about the Mormon Church, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, Ooh. I watched it. It was good. Ooh. Andrew Garfield, dude. Ooh, speaking of no, 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 not the movie. Not there's the movie. a documentary. There's a, yeah, there's a full docu- documentary. Oh, no, on I know, it. but I'm it's saying so they, good. They're both on Hulu. Yeah. I was gonna say, speaking of like Creed and that era of music, can we talk about why every line of every song that came out of the '90s rock genre had to end with an AH sound? I blame Eddie Vedder. With eyes wide open. Ah. Whether it's like from Metallica to Creed, literally everyone. Oh, they were bad about it. I mean, but Metallica was a little bit. I mean, you can call them hair. You know, hair rock too, right? Okay. First of all, I would disagree. It's it's thrash thrash metal. Yeah, Yeah, but let's not get it twisted. It's not. I don't know. Pre grunge thrash. Right. Yeah. Is what it was. Okay, because I like. I like. I know the rock. I just don't know the. Genre breaking down of like, I there's think, a lot of I think there was right. That's what I'm saying. The subgenre. Thank you. Yes. There's an interesting thing that happened in the '90s when it comes to especially rock music, and when grunge was born, everyone has their own take. I mean, most people, most normies will say like it was Nirvana that broke that door. And normies it, is not an offensive thing. Whether whether or not you believe that or not, it, it there are other bands that transcended that before. I think Nirvana hit it big. I think Nirvana was the biggest. But, they didn't. Open the door. The door was open. Correct. With and other grunge brand, brands, but they're the ones who put grunge on, on the mainstream, the right. which was a detriment now, in the long run. The question with that, though, is do you think Nirvana has kept their mainstay, right? Yes. Because of the, you know, cataclysmic events that unfolded, right? Like I, it's like a modern Van Gogh. I think yeah. that has little to do with it. I think, honestly, even if. Kurt hadn't killed himself, I think that they would still be a staple. True. Um, yeah, in, in a way that would transcend genres, it would transcend time. I think he was cut too early, obviously, yeah. but I think one of the best things that could have come out of that is the fact that now he never really had a chance to fuck it up. I think that's, that's what, what I was actually That's what say. happens a yeah. lot of the time is you have these bands that do that and they go for years and years and years and years, and you'll progressively see that they make shitty albums. Mm-hmm. Let's call it what it is. They're shitty records. Overproduced. But, right. But what's great about even their last record, it was almost underproduced compared to Nevermind. If you look at In Utero, oh, yeah. it was literally underproduced. It sounded like shit in areas, but that's what gave it its charm. You know what I mean? 
I, I, love, so, I love how they use it in the back. Yeah, it felt more live because it wasn't just absolutely perfect. Correct. And like Nirvana made its weight in gold with their live performances. Like everyone know everyone has had the the album and everything, but like when people have seen them live, like that is they describe that as such a like a transcending experience. So and they to your credit, Rod, they didn't have that opportunity to be overproduced to the extent that we see a lot in modern bands, like a lot of producer help that oh, ends up yeah. being bad. Dude, but producers that just fucking. Just I would like to say that I don't it. think they would have. I mean, if Kurt, Co- Kurt- if Kurt Cobain felt that shitty yeah. about being mainstream to the extent he was, I don't think he could have handled it. No, I agree. You think they just would? He would have stopped. I think he would have like retired. I mean, it's fair. I mean, we got Foo Fighters, right? Yeah. Like, you're that's the best at, thing to come out of that. You're looking at a band that's existed nearly 30 years at this point, just over 30 years maybe, and you still have one of the most in-depth, crazy artists ever to exist, right? Like, Absolutely. Are we talking, are we talking about Grohl? David Grohl. Yeah, David Grohl. Yeah. Right? And David Grohl, like, look at what happened when Billie Eilish first got coming out, right? Completely different genre of music different mainstay of categories, different demographics or age, right? And instead of him being like, oh, you know, fuck pop music, like he could have, right? He's just like, yo, this chick's got some beats, mm-hmm. you know? Like he, he very much has been open and he hasn't gatekept. Dude's a but musician I, at heart, Well, I think I, I was going to say to Dave Grohl's credit, when Nirvana ended abruptly and he put out that first Foo Fighters record, what was great about it is he learned so much off that first record because he played every instrument. He recorded every instrument, and he's a drummer at heart. So when it comes to something that has a good beat or a good groove, he's always going to be in. Can and I, t- I think yeah. that Can I that's, touch base on that a little bit? What? I, to your credit, the, the question was, what do you think what would happen with Kurt, right? Right. Do you think he would have gone that machine gun Kelly kind of thing and switched? Oh, he'd over? have beat the fuck out of him if he no, had no, the no, not like in challenge. <laughs> Something like but switching like, genres. Sw- yeah. Switching genres. Do you think he would have switched out of? I absolutely do not think I so. Think he, I don't think so either. I think he I'm would just have curious. been like a side yeah. project, similar to how like Radiohead does it, right? Where there's all these other side projects because they're so well established at this point that like you, unless you actively follow each individual artist in the band. Most people do not know anything outside of Radiohead or Blink. Yeah. We'd or get a single Nirvana tour uh, every, once every 10 years where they'd bring the boys back. But for the most part, I think David's correct in that they'd have a lot of different side projects. Yeah, I was just curious like, to, to know if like... I, th- I think that. people yeah. don't yeah. give him enough credit. If you look at like, it, like his influences, like he loved Bowie, for example, which oh, is yeah. a far cry from what he actually played or what he did, right? A lot of Nirvana's music is fucking in your face. It's edgy it's fucking out of control and that's what we loved about him but then you have the one cover that has transcended time which is the man who sold the world or whatever and it literally is something that nobody thought in a thousand years he would do and it came out amazing so i think that he was in that moment where he probably could have tapped into it but i to your guys's point i think it would be a legacy band they come back every couple years like a fucking they have a a Rolling Stones greatest hits tour or something like Absolutely that. Absolutely agree. I think it's, it's also because you brought up MGK. I think it to me is like, don't get me wrong. Like I listened to MGK and I've listened to his new, you know, pop punk era that he's had to like leave his previous genre for. Right. And whether it's a passion or not, I don't care. But the fact is that like, I find it kind of insulting that he's compared himself to Kurt Cobain. 
right? I've, that he's compared himself and he's put himself tied to things like he did. Blink yes, oh, I didn't know that. On many of his rap albums, he calls himself in direct, like metaphoric versions, right? Saying that he is like the new Kurt Cobain. And yeah, he had his drug struggles. He raised his own daughter in all of that respect. Very similar to, you know, a parallel to like Eminem, but like MGK saying that you're a legacy figure, right? When you're still performing and like, I hate to say fresh blood is still there because music is always fresh blood. Can be. Right? Like, I feel like it's more insulting to say that you're someone like Kurt Cobain when you have- See, I didn't know that he did that because the reason why I bring up MGK because I'm, I'm seeing Post Malone do a lot of country right now yeah but if you look at who post malone was he grew up in fucking texas his first song he ever put out was literally a trash country song. i didn't know that and then he got big off white iverson overnight and then he literally blew up quicker than he even expected and so i think it's different i i think personally david's looking at it through a different lens mm -hmm. i don't think that for example when mgk says that that he's actually coming at it from a i am on the same level and I say that because there's a difference when you can really relate to somebody or relate to a struggle, relate to somebody's situation, than saying, I am Kurt Cobain, because that's not what he said, right? So no, I no, think and I get that. And I think that's that's where people it's a kinda get it twisted, you know what I mean? So that's just I yeah, I had no idea that he actually compared it's himself. In some of his I wanna say like two thousand and nine era rap. Right? That's back when he was losing yeah. his hair. But it's also to be fair that was when he was early twenties. And he's dude was young as shit. Then, yeah, we were all young as shit at one point and said some stupid I mean, shit. He just has his recording. His music <laughs> is more tasteful now than, in my opinion, than it's been in the past. Right? Like, yeah, he's trying to focus on a genre that you know we grew up with and he grew up with. Right? right? A lot of his stuff, especially when he's with Travis Barker, sounds like old Blink. No, absolutely. I think specifically amazing. because he got. And I'm not trying to discredit MGK's work on it, but he effectively got walked through step by step of the genre of punk or pop punk by one of the greats yeah. of the genre. Arguably the greatest drummer many, of that genre. How many projects is he in? Do you know I well, talked to him? That's Just yes. That's what's funny. <laughs> yeah, right? is like, if you think about it, he's, Travis Barker? Yeah. he's okay. single-handedly the reason that there's such a surge in this. You look at TikTok yeah. artists like Jaden, you look at... Young blood. you look at all these artists that he's been able to t tell. Avril Lavigne had a pop punk record mm -hmm. with him because she signed to his label, and it doesn't sound bad. It's not it's bad. not it's not classic pop punk, but God damn it, it's got the spirit. But I don't and want I think but that's my point. thirty year like, old music re released today. and I that's, want today, yeah, music. I want today music. But yeah, but I live in two thousand and four. like I, I for so, me, it's but why different. does punk have to why does punk pop have to die? Right, like why it did die? It, 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 it's it, starting to make its resurgence exactly the last though, couple right? of years. Like but. We're, we're, it's <laughs> it's a reinvigoration of an entire genre, right? We're no longer having to listen to the first five albums of Blink or have like the mid '90s, right, where we feel like we're you know we were eight, nine, ten listening to the radio, right? We're not in that vibe as much because of modern music. I feel like that's yeah, also but that's that's the same except for three genres, and that's pop music, hip hop, and country. Those are the only ones that are have been staying. Rock music has always been this ebb and flow kind of thing. Yeah, 100%. So I'm not I guess my, it's got to be like if you had the opportunity to take one person from history, any one person from history. Ooh, I love okay. these. But similar to how to like the previous, right? Is that you had to take that one person, you could have any conversation with them, right? 
But, okay, you also had to reveal to them how they died. Like, you had to be the bearer yeah, of bad news. So, so like your conversation's fine. Okay. And then you're just like, hey, man, by the way, you got, like, you got yours, shot. Like, my, my question there is, so does it have to be a dead person then? No. Because I can't tell you how you died. Yeah, but you can talk to me any day. So, like, anyone... But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, let's let like, someone like, make, without no, no, no. general contact. They have to be dead because if we're going to reveal the death to them, we can't tell what how someone's going to die. They have to be gone. They have to be dead. Yeah, that's what I was... Yeah, unless you have a death note, but, you know. I mean, that's what I was getting at is, like, I so can, you know, let's, let's yeah. say, like, I was like, uh, I want to talk to Elon Musk. I don't know how he dies. He's Probably not something over, I can talk to every day. Overproducing of children. That's my bad. I mean, is that him or is his dad? No, I think... I don't know. He's got, like, eight kids, bro. Yeah, but we could also just be like Elon Musk so is testing a robot. So like, you see that? You please tell me. You see I don't know. Mean. Yeah, I did. Yeah, exactly. I don't know who I would. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of really good options, but I also have to under. I have to, like, are, is language barrier an issue, or are we just gonna no, la- no, no language, language barrier? barrier? Cool no language barrier. barrier. That opens it up a lot. Okay, Rod, do you have yours? Because I have mine. I think I have mine. Yeah. All right. All right. Go for it, Nate. J.R. Tolkien. Uh, I would, I would, I would. You sit are down. not surprised. He's wow. really down. No, 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 no. I was like, it, it's say, ugh. well because you're it, you're so Lord of the Rings about everything right now. Been on that right now. on I everything, but it doesn't matter. But like, let me ask you this then. Why? Why? Or, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I'm why? Gonna tell you why. Because there was a guy that went through a war, and through like one of the, probably the most depressing eras for his generation and stuff like that at the time, and then coming out of that was able to turn his pain into a passion that then catapulted and was a foundation of a huge genre that is still alive and still growing to this day. So, so he, he, I would say more, he transcended genres because he's established lore for like 80% of like Well, that's why I meant by the foundation. Well, like hold that. on, let him finish, let him finish. Well, that's why I went with the foundation kind yeah, of thing, I'm, right? I'm agreeing with you, but like a lot of people don't recognize yeah, they don't. Done. Right. In my opinion, J.R.R. Tolkien was the foundation of everything. Everybody is either catapulted off of that if they deal with his kind of thing and deal with that kind of lore of bad versus good and the hero's journey and stuff like that, too. I would just love to talk to him about what he went through to actually come up with something like that. Because, you know, how do you come up with the ring? And, like, I've seen the, the conversations with him between him and C.S. Lewis and stuff like that, too. I would just love to talk to him about his tribulations of having to then restore his sanity to come up with something so pure in heart and bringing himself out of that and what he did to continue with that too. Cause it wasn't just him coming up with this idea. Originally it was him and three friends that were at school with him. And then two of those friends died. And so he had to carry on that journey himself and then it continues with his son and stuff like that too. And there's a lot of stuff that was unfinished by the time he died. So I would love to talk to him first by, like, what would you have done if you were able to either finish or continue your work? That's solid. I mean, yeah. I it, I want to rag on it because I don't find interest in that. I think talking to an author about, like, if I think about Stephen King, for example, like, fucking dude was out of his goddamn mind on drugs and alcohol True. for many years. Like, and so if I think about I mean, that's an just author, authors. that's, <laughs> like, I wouldn't go from what their storytelling is, so I can't rag on it solid point right i mean mine i would literally want to talk to johnny cash and literally just talk to him about his drug-filled fucking crazy partying how he survived 
what his worst experience with it was, what his best experience was. Because I would find that so fucking fascinating because you're literally diving into a psyche of somebody that you artist or not, you understood where they were coming from. You know what I mean? So going, and going it would back, be insane to me going back to that is I feel myself personally in a very, uh, sentiment era in my life with COVID and stuff like that. And all California, everything like that. I've lost a little bit of my spark of creating and my passion of writing and creating both movies and books. And so talking to J.R. Tolkien, I feel like would be helpful to me right now. So I need, I need to ask a question that applies to kind of both of you here because it hits on both points. And I, Hoop, I know you had something to say. I'm sorry. Um, so, like, C.S. Lewis wrote, if I remember, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, right? Or is that someone else? That's someone else. That's that someone, someone else. else. No, so he did uh, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. Trying to remember who did that then. But um, your entire, like, viewpoint is basically what I would think of, like, Fear and Loathing, right? It's an entire story. It's just like, hey, man, like... You took way too much acid. Like, tell me what happened. How did you not die? Exactly. <laughs> that, that actually plays into what I was going to say. Um, Great. Let's go. It's a little bit. I'm a little bit sidetracking the, the topic here. And this isn't the guy that I pick. But, Rod, why don't you just go interview Ozzy Osbourne? Because if someone knows about being able to survive insane amounts of drugs, alcohol, and various body parts of bats. Um, <laughs> hey, Ozzie, he didn't know it was Osborne. a real bat. Because he was too high to realize it was swiggling <laughs> okay, in his hand. I need to tell you this. I'm pretty sure he has rabies. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. He, he has a lot has of things. It's yeah, the heroin like it's, keeping the you, rabies you, at bay. You look, you look at like modern stories wow. of today. No, you look at modern and you listen to him talk. Dude has rabies. I'm okay. Waiting, I'm or or at least had it to the point where it might have negative. Well, <laughs> if you have beat them, it, do, do they stick but with you? Like, rabies but, is... It, Oh, it's, yeah. it, well, that's an entire it's a other degenerative situation. <laughs> okay. so it's a neurological degenerative. Basically, what Dave is saying is that because yeah. of how he talks now and everything, he probably caught rabies or something to that effect, which is why he talks how he does now as opposed to okay. back then. Because I thought rabies, rabies like, takes like 40 or 50 years when it's in the human body okay. for you to actually be like... Didn't know that. Oh, yeah, right. like Interesting. I have to deal with it's it at work a lot. Too many of you people touch bats and wild animals. It's a problem. Oh, Rachel loves bats. Not wrong. Yes. I will... I can't show you the emails. I mean, if anybody, Anyways, if anybody hung out in, in, in the wash is here, question, you smelled guano. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to answer your question, I wasn't a big Aussie fan. You don't have to be a fan to appreciate no, 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 the fact that the man's liver is an absolute tank. No, no, no. <laughs> and that's, I, I think what I mean is like uh, there's a uh, mind comes at it as a twofold, right? Johnny Cash. Oh, yeah. Is he's a legend. He, not even that he's a legend. I'm a fucking fan. Absolutely. Okay, like my grandparents, I grew up on old country music. Cash, Haggard, all those fucking dudes. You know, I, there's just so much that I Jennings learned all of it. Yeah. And I learned it because, one, I was interested in playing music. I was only allowed to play certain music. Until I got to high school. Yeah. And that's when I got my first guitar. My grandpa's like, well, you got to learn a couple songs that I want you to learn to make sure I appreciated it. But one of them was Johnny Cash. And so what was great about it is I would love to see how much of that drug fueled fucking out of control nonsense came across. And, oh, that's actually what. You know what, like cocaine blues. We know what that's about, right? Okay. But like the less yeah. obvious ones, like you kind of got that one understood. God's gonna cut you down. For example, maybe he was thinking about a time in the '70s when he was going through a big ass trip. Oh yeah, and right. then lost his mind. So you, you, know you I mean? said Johnny Cash, right? right? I said J.R.R. Tolkien. So who was yours? Oh, I'm going with the king of pettiness to transcend all pettiness. 
Winston fucking Churchill. Oh, my God. I respect it. The man who refused to call Adolf Hitler anything but his original military rank of effectively corporal. Anytime he said Hitler, he would basically say Corporal Hitler. I love that. Just to be a dick. (laughs) That's great. I love it. Have you you watched any, like, the documentaries about Winston Churchill? Uh, A bit, not, like, extensively. There's such a good movie about him where it's basically, like, he was was a no-confidence vote. Yeah. He was put into that position. Gary Oldman? No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know actors. You know this. Like, (laughs) gosh. um, Every time they... Um, <laughs> I've never seen any. Either so of those so movies, basically, so, yeah. I was curious. The, the history yeah. of Churchill is that like he was considered a failure on like so many levels in a lot of his life. Like not just like business or anything. Like he was he was he was a baron or a duke. I forget. I don't. One of the two. I don't think he was a royalty at all. No, he was in the royal succession. He was. 100%. He he wasn't royalty as in like the royal family, but he was the upper class of England in that class system. Okay. That, okay. Yeah. Right. So I don't, yeah, like yeah, baron I and duke yeah. is a title that's like rewarded, but it can't. He also didn't grow be up poor. Tied. Um, so like, I would call the, my penis the Duke if I was British. Oh, I, <laughs> That's I what I would do. I do. Yeah. I was like, Hello, say, Duke. Hello, okay. Duke. All right. Everybody's going to start making John Wayne. Okay. So, so, but uh, you, you, Small feet. you, you know about him, right? <laughs> yeah. So like, dude was like a failure, like yeah. a vote of no confidence. They wanted to remove him. Like his entire first part of like his tactics in world war two, they were just like, we need to remove him now. Yeah, right. he's going to get us into some trouble that we can't get ourselves out yeah. of. And, and then all of a sudden, they found themselves in that trouble. And they're like, hey, didn't he have a plan? Yeah. <laughs> right. And like the if you watch the this entire movie about him, it's more than just like the, the facade of history is wrote for him. Right. It's also like this aspect of, you know, um, like his doubts. Right. Like mm-hmm. the amount of times like he would have panic attacks and go to his wife or like how many times his secretaries. Like, he had, like, 75 secretaries, and the one that stuck with him through the war ended up being, like, this very significant person and advisor in his life. 100%. Like, his story is so much deeper than people realize. He might yeah. be petty as fuck. I, I love the fact that he's petty as fuck, plus, like, some of his military-based decisions in World War II, while he also actually cared about the troops he was sending to die, mm-hmm. like... That's something unheard of in today's politics. Look, like look at, soldiers, military are all just so expendable to our system right now. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that he didn't view them as expendable. Look what he did with the what is it? He he um, the entire entire naval community. I don't know the term. You know the term. I know you seamen. No, um, <laughs> sure, all them seamen. You, you beat me by that semen. much, man. Um, <laughs> I no, beat he, all those seamen by that yeah. much. <laughs> You can you will know the name of the plan, right? But the the plan where he basically was like, "Oh, we have like thirty thousand troops, hundred thousand troops, whatever the number was," and he's just like, "We don't have an evacuation tactic, and they're about to be destroyed." So he commissioned not just his entire naval fleet; he commissioned every, every boat. single boat within the English kingdom that could make it. That was, uh, was just like Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yeah. Dunkirk. That was the uh, yeah. was Dunkirk. But to hashtag the, the Harry Styles thing, he was, was he, sexy. He, first. Oh it was called. Well, he Peerage. was in that movie, right? He was a peerage of Scotland, which was considered a first duke. So, yeah, he was duke. Yeah, the dude grew up wealthy, basically was considered by all of his wealthy friends and family as the fuck up. Hell and yeah. And then ended up being just this insanely influential figure in, uh, in I need to see world it's a good history. Movie. It's, I, need to see it's, that I think it's on Amazon. Um, yeah, but like, he was the black sheep of England at the yeah, time, dude. I'd love to grab a glass of scotch and smoke a cigar and just chill with Winston There's Churchill. There's a reason why it's called there Churchill. Go. Exactly. Dude was just, and above all, petty. 
<laughs> which I fuck with. Military leaders who are petty are just like the cream of the crop for me. Cause I so, love it. Winston Churchill, Johnny Cash, J.R. Tolkien, Nikola Tesla. Okay, here we go. I so love Nikola this. Tesla's entire thing is like, that dude was robbed from the ground up. He was sent to the ground by GE or what became GE. His entire structure of his entire like process was questioned. The, the, the projects he was on like at the end of his lifestyle, this dude was in like 1920 working on how to do wireless energy for everyone. And it worked. There's like evidence that it worked. Bold right. of you to assume you would be able to hold him down for a conversation, though. Fair. The dude was wired up as much as Johnny Cash. Didn't he uh, marry a chicken? Bet. Bet you Cash was more insane. So, like, a good example, like, you'll know <laughs> Didn't movies, he marry right? a chicken? You, we've watched The Prestige. That'd be right? an interesting The comparison. Prestige goes into, like, some of the aspects of what he was working with, where it's just, like, defining the laws of science and magic, and that aspect still exists in today when you go into, like, quantum thought, right? But, like, the, the really cool aspects to him is, like, wireless energy was huge, right? He was looking at things of like how to turn communications into a utility, right? So many things are associated with him that he just, he ended up being, he's, he's a dead poet society type situation. Can I ask you a question? Was he the one that created AC? Like um, the well, there's the, the AC current or yeah. alternating oh, current current. versus direct yeah. current. I thought I was like thinking HVAC. We're in the desert. Yeah, man. not not air <laughs> conditioning. No, 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 not not no no no. Um, AC no, I, if I guys correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I'm pretty sure Edison had all the bitches. No, so so okay, so actually, the I DC don't versus AC is that Tesla created light bulbs that ran on a DC current. That's okay. what it was. Okay. When GE ended up crashing it out and they supported Edison, Edison had alternating current AC. Yeah. Okay. But if you and look at And they tested back, it on the elephant. Yes. But the, the funniest thing to it is that, like, if you look at World's Fair is probably the one that most people know about. Yeah. It's like he won the contract for a World's Fair for lighting an entire World's Fair. Right? And it was with his light bulbs, mm-hmm. which were not screw-in, not alternating current. Mm-hmm. He had to figure out his own filament, nitrogen gas, all of that. Right? And he did it with like a cork plug. So you would, instead of like what we have now, right? Where we have like USB plugs and stuff like this, this dude's just like, oh, it's out. Okay, so let me ask you this, why? Cause I'm, I'm gonna put this out there. I'm going for fun. Nate's going to find passion. Oop is because he fucking loves that he's petty. Why the fuck would you pick Tesla? Dude's a mad scientist. Why would you not want to talk to one of the only mad scientists? Is it to feed your intellectual side? Like, is it, what is it? I mean, so I don't, I think I very much have always categorized near the mad scientist level of like what I want creatively, right? Like I make my design, I design my own products. I make my own stuff. I never stopped for as long as I've been alive. I told my parents when I was seven, I wanted to go Harvard to be an an inventor. What? And that's fine. I guess that's. My that pa- was my question because yeah. I was we're like, all kind I'm of thinking to myself, related. like all of us that we wanted to talk to were very much. Except for me, like mine is literally just. But I want to hear fun is, stories. That's, that's, I know, but that's, it's, that's, it's, that's it's a, a fun thing. story from a passion of yours. Music. You is said a that you you said that you were brought up by your, listening to his music. Correct. By your grandfather, so it is somebody you, you had a passion for because obviously you still like music. No, but I think what I mean is like Hoop is Hoop loves the history stuff. Hoop's a military man, right? right. So he that shit interests him. The music aspect interests me, but I would rather have a beer, smoke a joint with him, and fucking hang out and listen to wild fucking stories and have a kick-ass 24 hours, even if I didn't get any passion or artistry behind it. 
But so like, like that's that's like, that's like, what feeds me. But it feels so, like, like it's splitting I'm, I'm hairs very much a little like, bit Hoop, there. Hoop has known me since we were fucking twelve, dude. Like Give it's been way too damn long. Yeah. Right. Like so I've, you've known he's always been an asshole. Yes, yeah. hundred percent, okay. dude. You should. And I've always been a very quiet, timid person. You are so full of shit. The shit bar just went to here. I can't even fucking see it. Okay, so back to what we were talking about with your whole thing with the the topics and stuff like that too, and why we pick these people. Now, how do you tell Johnny Cash how he died? He wouldn't be surprised. He lived way longer than he should have. He'd probably be like, yeah, it's about right. Yo, he died by the sword. Like, honestly, he died by the sword he lived by. He's old as shit. His wife died right before he did. He died very shortly after. So I'm pretty sure he's just like, "Eh, I'm all right. How did Johnny Cash die? Fuck, I don't even remember how he died. I want to say it was just either old age, heart complication. He was old. Yeah. So it's not, you know what I mean? He's like, I lived how long? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so that's what I I'm, would be interested in. I'm just saying, did, like, the, the general wear and tear on his body that he put himself through yeah. ended up leading to, the like, complications, complications. and everything like that. Yeah. So realistically, he, he, I honestly don't think that Johnny Cash would have lived as long had he known he was going to live that long. <laughs> he goes... Uh, I lived at that age. It's like I got Kurt, so much more partying to do. It's like the Kurt Cobain <laughs> fucking argument. He's like, I'm a goddamn artist. You tell me I'm putting a shotgun in my mouth. Fuck off. He hangs himself. I was, yeah, exactly. He's like, you don't tell me how I go. I He's tell all, me how I go. Fuck that's, you. That's the thing of the, the question, right? Like, cause you're technically altering what they could have done. Yeah. Right. There is a butterfly effect there. Just like if you did have a conversation with, uh, Kurt Cobain, if he doesn't kill himself, do we see Red Hot Chili Peppers? Like, what if like he chooses like, not a shotgun? Then we lose out on generations of jokes about bad haircuts. That's mm. true. That's fair. That's actually kind of funny. Speaking <laughs> of bad haircuts, I saw yours yesterday. No, you didn't. A little too much off the top? How, shut up. That's why, he, that's why <laughs> that's he's why wearing he's the beanie. beanie. I know that's why he's wearing the beanie. It's okay. I saw you go from Padawan to... Uh, Something else. Let's be honest. Ooh, what is how it? How did you see? How did you Tell see? We're alive, motherfucker. Did oh you? no, my hair was down. No shit, bad haircut. <laughs> I just didn't. Have, I didn't want to put it up at the top. Not. That's why. You looked like a '90s rocker who fell out. Yeah, I know. Okay. <sighs> it was my COVID haircut. It's fine. Uh, but how did Nikola Tesla die? I'm actually curious. So he died alone. I had to double check, but he died alone in a hotel room at the age 81. And then somehow but all of his like experimental like, shit just so, disappeared. But he was also broke as shit. Right? Oh, he yeah. had the, the entire like corporate industry fighting him. He right? was also absolutely out of his mind and oh, was yeah. terrible with finances. Like, dude, dude could that old age syphilis that fucking no, drives you insane. He was he was literally the mad scientist from day one. He just happened to have enough success so in his scientist shit to, to be known today. I had to look <laughs> up his death to be sure because I was like, I'm pretty sure he just died alone, but I double checked. Yeah, right? the dude just and croaked. so like the first thing you search when you look up Tesla and death isn't how he died; it's Tesla death ray. Yes. Okay. Because this man I was, was trying about the death to figure that out. Yeah, Tesla he cars, tried to do a he tried right? to do a death ray. He tried to do a time machine. So, he tried to do a lot of weird. But shit. so one of my my favorite things about him that's are we time. talking about Elon Musk now? Now I'm no. confused. I mean, maybe <laughs> well, both. Day. <laughs> when, when, he said, man, when he said he picked up death rates like a Tesla, I'm like, did he look up the cars? Like, I was I like, know. is that the neuro implant? Is that the name of it? Oh, death rates? Let's, let's not go there. Uh, <laughs> Maybe so, he got his time machine working and then went forward in time and now is uh, now Elon he's, Musk. He's an autistic yeah, CEO 
of a major corporation, and he's worth billions. Ended of up dollars. in freaking Africa. He's like, "What the hell am I doing here?" Yeah, dude no, was like, so, "You know where I could get a fresh start? South Africa." So, <laughs> right? so, but so, he, so you asked me passion wise, right? Like, aside from what I said, like I'm, I am a history buff, right? I mean, you and I don't talk about that much. That's nope, normal. Doesn't interest me exactly, Sorry. right? But like, I'm a major I'm all history about that buff. Anytime. I, I'm not necessarily like you know Nate and Swords and like you know, learning about certain war efforts or, you know, hoop with his military knowledge and experience, right? But a lot of me is like, I'll find these different facts of history really involved and my ADDD revolved brain is just like, go. And I just end up on this rabbit hole of bullshit. Yeah. You go, wee! Dude, that right? was my favorite thing in history class is just taking like a topic and then twisting on its head. Like, for example, Alexander, people wanting to do an essay on Alexander the Great and how great he was. I'm like, no, he was an idiot. His empire fell apart, right? When, you My know, favorite thing in like history class stuff. was like trying to get a nap in. To be fair, Alexander the Great did a fantastic job at what he wanted to do, which was ruin the Persian Empire because his dad got pissed off. Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. No, I'm talking about like as, a, as like... Yeah. A, Oh, long, longevity, on, yeah. the yeah. biggest issue was he was a victim of his own success, Alexander the Great specifically, in that... So many people were waiting for him to die so that they could grab a chunk of power that as soon as it happened, everyone tore the scraps. Yep. And it just fell apart Look because... the formation of the Ottoman Empire. Yeah. And a lot of different empires were formed out of the scraps of Alexander the Great's work. Yep. Like, I need a refill. After COVID and everything else, going in from college to school to from school to work, wanting to go back to school and stuff like that too, was there anything that you wish that you had learned in high school that you didn't, that you felt like would have been valuable Sex. to say? That's a good point. <laughs> no, no, but I'm serious. No, that's actually a really good point. You can't say that with what we talked about. What? <laughs> no, sex, 100%. I didn't have sex in high school. No, sex education wasn't an education. No, it was sex no, consequence. Sex? No, this is, we had this conversation <laughs> on Saturday about like, you look at modern day limitations to that conversation. I, I don't know about that. I feel like, the American way is, you know, fuck around and find out. Goddamn right. right. Um, so America. makes America great. <laughs> fuck yeah. America. Fuck yeah. Save the motherfucking but no, like, for, for example, like. Great movie. Can we talk about that movie, actually, just for like a split caveat? I don't know. Was it something that you didn't learn? Team America. <laughs> I have four terrorists no, heading west down Balkalakadaka Street. <laughs> Durka Durka. Allah Jihad. Ah, oh, Durka oh, Durka Stan. <laughs> Well, like, can we? But I mean, that's the same era as like South Park and everything oh, else, where yeah, you could just say movie. whatever the fuck you wanted. It used to be. It was like the oh greatest my God. thing that came out of that movie was the fact that they had a whole sex scene. I was going to dedicated to the puppets, and it made me laugh so hard I cried. So ridiculous. And there's dude. been very few times. And mind you, I'm an immature kid. I get oh, yeah. it. That's not. But what was so funny is they were so creative with these goddamn marionettes that I just couldn't help it because the, the strings they, they put they in kissing, the effort. the heads weren't lined up. Like, but like intentionally. But I like, know. can you just put yourself in the shoes of the artist who had to make the various O faces for these dolls? It's my <laughs> it's my Going into this movie, you want me to make what? Yep. <laughs> like, I love that. Anyway, 
So high school. Never seen the movie. I've high seen school. It once. So I very honestly never seen the. Movie. I would. I would actually it. recommend it as one of those like. It's one of those movies you have to see. Everybody's gonna. You freak won't necessarily out. like Nate's it. Not seen a movie. I don't think but. anyone's gonna freak out. Everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, it's okay. That movie would never happen today. Not no. even close. Never. Dude, not even at its own anybody. time frame. No. Nope. The it was opening lucky. musical number, I believe, is a song called "Everybody Has AIDS." Yeah. Pretty I sure. really don't think that it would be made today. But here's the thing. All right. So high school. All joking aside. Yep. I'm gonna have you guys start. I grew up in a very small town. I learned probably more than I should have. And a lot of that actually comes from my grandparents and a weirdly a home ec class that I took. It's up. always the one-offs that are you're like, what? Yeah. And I was very surprised at what we learned. See, like, like I'm thinking about stuff like credit cards, compound interest, how to balance a checkbook, simple stuff that we could have used going into college that we didn't have. So unless learned, we learned our, ourselves. To this day, I've never balanced maybe a checkbook. Maybe I'm different where I didn't have to learn that because... From, I was coming from a family that Never had to. was pretty much wrecked by credit card debt. So I didn't have a credit card literally until I was married. Yeah, see, that, like I... I was afraid of it. You know what was crazy is like I grew up in such a small town. I learned to bake. I learned to balance a checkbook. I also learned how to fucking sew, which not a lot of dudes know how to sew unless you're literally in the fashion industry. So if you ever need something tapered, I can help you guys out. Dude. But here's the thing is like the one thing we didn't learn what it was like to be in the real world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I grew up yeah. in such a small town that I was in this weird bubble bubble. Mm. And one of the hardest things for me when I went to college was making friends because I didn't know what the public school system was, was like, I had 30 kids. I think we ended up with 32 in my graduating class. That's how small we were. Yeah. And what's insane is you don't realize and people give me shit about this all the time because especially people from Tucson, they're sitting there and they're like, dude, Tucson is so small. It's so incestuous. Everyone knows everyone. And I was like, dude, I fucking I had three girls I dated in high school. And Didn't have any more options. And right? his mom was two of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. Okay. <laughs> She's a nice was, lady. I get it. I was homeschooled. You don't have to make that. Yeah. yeah I was going to no, say that's more of a Nate comment than why, me. Why is this the second episode where someone? But that's. But that's show? what I'm saying. There was a lot of social things and cues that I had to learn the hard way. I came on too that's strong. I didn't know how to have an interpersonal relationship the right way. I still don't. And I grew up in a rather large community with a lot of Raj High School. I think it's interesting, though, because knowing both of your takes, right? Go, go, go on with what you're saying, but, like, I think I see both of your sides, but it's going to contrast what you said. Yeah. I'm a Catholic kid that grew up in a Mormon community. Like, there's not a whole lot see, that I wasn't given shit for, right? So it's, you know, it was clicky. I had my friends. They were usually the poor kids, right? The kids that didn't have... They weren't super hard in the church, but technically they could skate by. You were they didn't have the, the greatest houses, right? Yeah, I, no I hung out with music. the burnouts. Like. Yeah. The burnout kids were the best. They man. were, dude. They were nice. I had a kid that it. lost his thumb. Like, Oh, yeah. yeah like, Yo, it, was, it was cool wait. shit. We have to do a shout out to the shadow. The Shadowlands. The Shadowlands of our high school. All right. So our high school was so preppy that, and we live in southern Arizona. It gets hot as fuck. Out 95 here. at night. Yeah. I mean, we literally have, I don't think we've actually hit that this year because there's been enough rain, but most years we have like weeks at a time where even at night it doesn't go below 100 degrees. 
it gets toasty here. Um, a lot of our seating, especially for like free periods or anything like that, was outdoor seating for our high school. But our majority of the students were very well off economically. That's putting it kind of lightly for some yeah. Of the people we we grew up we grew up as the poor what kids in a rich kids school. Go and we're upper middle class. Uh, Kenland Foothills. Foothills. But, yeah. Okay, we should. Yeah, well, that's know, why, you know, right? You know the definitive heroin high of our entire yeah. city. Like, hey, from two, hey, hey. No, no, no. From two girls in fucking 94. I'm sorry you did heroin. Jesus Christ. Hey. But but you went to a rich school, I right? never said yeah. I didn't. But we had, we've had sev- a lot. We've had our fair share from that high school as far as alumni that have had some significant problems as far as uh, drugs are concerned because, honestly, they were given a little too much freedom. Uh, yeah, well, in high school and made some poor decisions. Luckily, most of them got out of it, and I fucking applaud them for that because that yeah. is hard. Well, that being said, as far as the Shadowlands are concerned, all like the goth emo kids, we'd always wear black. Well, it's hot as hell, so we'd stick in basically this one courtyard area. Off of Building B. Off of Building B that for the majority of the day, the sun would cast this huge shadow over a specific courtyard that we had. And we'd all hang out in that like shade area, separated <laughs> from a lot vampires. of the. I wonder where you got the name from. <laughs> yeah, no, so no, so they call up, us the so shadow. Everything the no, light touches. touches. No, so <laughs> you can't ever go there. So the, yeah, the irony to it is, my sister is five years older than me, right? And she went. She was at that high school as like one of the people who, like didn't fit in, right? Yeah. Before the shadow was a shadow at the school, right? So she would talk to me about like all these people about like how it formed you remember the arch right that was at like the way backside right yeah like she's like we didn't even there was like just four people hanging out there and then like all of a sudden one year it was like now there's 10 people and now there's 15 people and it's like all of a sudden like all the outcasts and it wasn't just the goths and the emos it was no. if you were like the non-social butterfly or you the band nerds, the theater nerds. Well, the shadow I was no, conveniently the, the next band. to the band room, the the theater area. Like there was the arts like building. Well, yeah, it yeah. was but, between but, that and the science building. But, uh, so but at Foothills, our our school was like really like, I don't think marching band really separates people. I think at this point in like how we were in high school, if you were in marching band, you had your family, right? You had your friends. It was a I was little. Ne- bit I was never bound. in there, so I didn't know. I, w- I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't in marching band. I was. In the band extensively in multiple various like aspects of which played, uh, which instrument uh, I played the baritone saxophone yeah, and a buddy. little bit of the tuba nice. but tuba was just because we needed more bass in the marching band but I played marching band all four cow, years though. I did concert band I did statewide honor bands I did uh, statewide jazz festivals for the jazz band like cool. we did a lot of music and I was still very much in the shadow kid like outcast. Circle. Yeah, but but it was See, it was like, I, I, oh, go, sorry, ahead. go ahead. No. no, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say you went to two different high schools. You said you went to Cali Foothills freshman mm-hmm. sophomore year, and then you went mm-hmm. someplace in Texas. I for went your... to Brownsboro High School in Brownsboro, Texas. Brownsboro, Texas. Population of all five cities nearby under ten thousand. Did you <laughs> graduate from Cali Foothills? You I act did. like that's small. Rod, you went to the same high school, right? I'll show you my penis, and we'll see what's smaller. You went, Anyways, to high, high, you went to the same high school four years, right? All four years, okay. yes, sir. St. David, baby. Woo! Class so of I came from homeschool. Oh, seven. God, you're old. All yeah, I'm old as shit. Old. Leave me alone. Jesus, fuck. Anyways, what? So I, went, I came from homeschooling all the way from all middle school. Went to high school, right? That's why you're so weird. I know. Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're just, you're just you know figuring this out. Anyways, go ahead. 
So when I went to high school, it was uh, two years at Desert Christian. Ew. Okay. Met some friends and stuff like that, too, and everything like that. I met friends I met from, like, second grade way back when that were now at that school and stuff like that. And then went to Sabino my last two years, junior and, and senior. Totally different opposites. Culture shock was crazy and stuff like that, too. I did sports, but I also was very active in, like, you know, student life and stuff like that, too. And then I did theater and everything like that as well. And then swim team and stuff like that as well, too. But there was difference from going from one school to another because what I was taught my freshman year at this first school was basically what I was taught again my senior year as well. But most of it was just different books or like different ways of like approaching a situation or critical thinking and stuff like that. What I wish I had learned, which I mostly learned in Boy Scouts, was the, the finances. Like that's what I wish I had learned. I, I, yeah. I'm very... Not a lot of kids know that. And yeah. they're not designed I, to. I had taught myself to balance a checkbook. Never yeah. learned about like, credit cards. Well, like, you know why the tax system is still so complicated in the United States? This is we literally don't educate anyone on it. Anyone. Do you know? Like, there's a reason for it. Yeah, Tell me. So they can steal money. Various companies, i.e. H&R Block, have lobbied the shit out of our government to keep it complicated. So yep. we still need to use those companies. 100%. Yeah. That that's, makes that's sense. Why. Yeah, that makes sense. So I, that infuriates me, but it makes sense. To the kids out there, though. TurboTax online, pretty straightforward. I recommend it. Remember, also, you only have to pay if you Not file. Not No, hold on. You only have to pay if you file online. If you print out the application and file yourself, there is no $40 charge. Go get yourself a handle. I think you're talking to the wrong audience when you talk about people that $40. don't want to do something what, $40 online. Is no, no, no. $40 is a convenience fucking fee. And guess what? I don't got to buy a printer, which most people don't have nowadays. 50 cents. I don't have a printer. Thank you. Like, I, I promise you, when Selena told me she had a printer, I was like, what? I mean, what I, is this dinosaur so technology? I'm, I'm active. Yeah, exactly. I was I'm like, actively in college right now, and every once in a while, they'll be like, oh, just print this out. And I'm like, fucking do what? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. But, but Our DocuSign is amazing. 100%. <laughs> but, like, but so, like, the thing is, from what you're saying about taxes, I mean, you and I went to the same school for the first two years. Mm -hmm. You know what the education bar was like at Foothills. When I went to Brownsboro, I felt like I didn't learn anything for two years, right? Like, I felt like I – that's definitely when I came out of my social shell, right? And I try saying that again because I have my fucking speech impediment. You, well, but social – Social shell. shell. Right? But also, Social shell? I mean, By the seashore. Let me, let me ask you this. So, all right. So, mine, mine is, like, personal skills because, like, I learned I was very codependent. And if you look at my dating history, especially my first couple of years of college – I grasped to the one person or the couple people that I knew that would, that could tolerate me. I hate to say it that way, but that's, that's what I did. Right. And it didn't take until I was 25, 26 that I could really kind of branch out from that. So Nate's is finances. You're I've, saying you broke out of your social shell, right? Yeah, I feel like that's I don't everyone. I think that really covers what I, I did. So learn. then what did you, I think that if I, if it was an opportunity and it's, I'm a, I'm lack of better saying I was very lucky with how I was raised, right? Like my parents started a business. They were entrepreneurial in their aspects. I had to deal with that. You know, I first started working for them when I was 11, right? Like I had to deal with that type of shit. You want to know what I was doing when I was 11? Picking weeds and hoping my grandpa didn't yell at me too much that no, day. 
that I didn't do my chores. But that's Same. that's the the active difference. All the right? chores, like the chores I still list. got yelled at by my dad periodically because you know my dad wants his son to be his way and how he wants it, and there's no guidebook to being a parent. So did my right? grandpa. There is, but like, I'm sorry, but like my one, grandpa literally the asked suck. me. Yeah. I was an emo kid through and through, and I remember the first time I asked if I could bring a girl home. My grandpa's like, "Wait, so you still like girls, dude? You want to?" I really died laughing because I one, it was such a good fucking insult. Yeah, and then I looked at him. He literally did this. I kid you. Like like, literally. Thank God. Like. He was just so happy I wasn't gay. Like it was, it was <laughs> no, so bad. Especially no, coming no, from like a religious up, family. Straight up, like a hundred percent. My the first time I like brought home a girl, my dad was like, he's just like, like hey, you broke. You it. listen to like metal and like you don't do any of the things that guys normally. Oh, so do. he thought you were gonna my, shoot up a school? Well, no, my dad was just like very much like to the point where there were times where he was just like, "Is your best friend gay? Are you guys dating?" And I'm like, "Hell yes. no!" Oop. Like, dude, like there's nothing wrong with that. First of all, right? But like. It was it was the thing of just like because I didn't fit the cultural norm that what my dad was raised to, he just didn't fathom it, right? And it's it's always that dichotomy of like you know parental figures versus the fucking angsty ass teens, but like it's it's also this thing of like, you know, you have to kind of let your kids figure this shit out. Mm, debatable. Right? So so but from from what I was saying, like right, in what way though? Like there's so, there, that could be taken so, a lot of different ways. No no no, I agree. I think. So what I mean is like, take my, my experience, for example, I didn't grow up with a mom and dad. I grew up with my grandparents who were born in the fucking fifties and the goddamn forties. And look how you turned out. Amazing. Right. I'm terrible anyways. <laughs> but that's my thing is like, I view things from their perspective because I grew up in their environment. I grew up with what I was supposed to learn based on how I was raised. A man's a man because a man needs to provide for his family. A man's a man because regardless of what he has to do, he has to make sure that his family is taken care of. Like, 100% that's how I was raised. And what's crazy is my Nana, in her old age, in her drunken state, right? Love her to death, but she drinks and then paints and then goes to the beach every day. Sounds like she a wonderful life. life. God, yeah. what Dude, are you the talking best about? fucking retired right. life ever. I want to live that life right now. God, what are you same, talking about? Same. She'll send me pictures of all you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, but that's my Nana, thing. If you're so watching, so for you. you to come from this family, that's like, Oh, they were entrepreneurs. I was working from them from 11. My grandpa used to say, it's a privilege that you have a roof over your head. It's a privilege that you fucking get food every night and you don't have to work. It's a privilege. But so, like that's how I but was you're, raised. You're, you know you're I mean? implying it. I don't just because I'm capitalizing on like the good things I had. No, I'm not saying like like it wasn't all none, sunshines and rainbows. That, I mean, I and that's not what I'm saying. Met my dad, right? No, have, you have because my dad taught you to drive. That's another entire story. Um, <laughs> that was a fun like, class. So so like my parents like when I was born, we're on the South side, not making any money, right? When I was like moving into elementary school, second year of elementary school, they moved me into the rich community, right? And I didn't understand it. I didn't understand these social norms. I didn't ask for stuff growing up until I got to like 14 or 15 to where like, I kind of had an understanding, oh, you know, we can afford this, right? The first time I asked my grandpa to pay for my eyeliner, I think he shit a brick. Okay, well, I never got Shit, to that a far. literal well, brick, and he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, who, who pays no for pause. Are you fucking Wait, kidding does, me? Wait, does, does Selena pay for your eyeliner? 
I don't wear it now. Are you sure? Except on Saturday nights <laughs> when I want to feel pretty. It looks like he is now. I mean, it looks like you have it on. Right I just now. have it's, good okay, eyelashes. I mean, all of you. Okay. Same. I got teased so much growing Dude, up because so people bad. would tell me that I'm wearing eyeliner and Dude, shit. When, and Dude, my niece. Up, when you. people ask you if you do your lashes, and you're just like, <laughs> oh my god, no. Like, Dude, I am my, a man. My I older promise. brother. Losing his hair on top, eyelashes for fucking days. Don't get it. He's using an eye, his it. eyelashes as a comb over. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. He's all sick. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just a bunch of vertical. No, and I'm not trying to, to take the two and make them like you didn't have fucking bad days. What I'm saying, there's a difference. Yeah, it's a different My grandpa didn't teach me how to be social with somebody. My school didn't teach me to how to be social with somebody. And that wasn't the priority what, for them. Right. No, so, because of how everybody was there. Correct. Yeah. And so it's a different... I'm not getting into the, the like dichotomy of everything. What I'm yeah. trying to say is that it's a very different thing. No, and I understand yeah. that. I'm saying, like, so, I mean, Hoops met my dad from an educational perspective, right? But, like, the people who know and have witnessed my dad, and they witnessed my dad at a younger age. He's a right? unique they're, individual. They're like, your dad is the hardest of asses. Yeah. Right. Like your dad is former special forces of a foreign country. He came here as an immigrant. He had nothing when he was here. He worked his way up. Right. Yeah. So a lot of that was instilled into my being raised. This was a reason why I've been told, like, even you guys have mentioned, like, I don't really use euphemisms that like other people do. I don't use God. I'm going to sound old, but lit. Or things like that, Split. right? Like because the thing is, I'm gonna life, sound old, and I'm not even thirty. I mean, okay, but David, no, but no, but you're, so, you're no, sounding, I'm I'm you're kidding. sounding kind of mid right now. Yeah, <laughs> no, so fucking hate this. Fucking grandpa. How do I have the grayest hair? I don't sound the oldest. I mean, you, you have the greatest hair. Hey, fuck you. You go to your room without dinner. You have the greatest hair. But no, so so like for me, how old are you? I'm 29. I'm I'm oldest. I'm 32. Yeah, cool. I still have the greatest hair. Wait, Fuck am I you. 32 or am I 33? <laughs> You're 30. We're both. We're both. No, we're both 33. Yeah, I'm yeah, 33. Like okay. Huh, it's yeah. a number. I know I'm the oldest. <laughs> Best no, hair but, though. But so so like my family. <laughs> I came, will give you that. <laughs> <laughs> my family came with this thing of like proper ideals, right? Like I speak the way I do because of how I was raised. Right? It's also like, very British to speak slang, proper. Like, you talk to people like I wish I didn't use all the words sometimes I use, right? Like I really don't because I've had conversations where people are like you come off kind of stiff, and I just like no. I mean, it's not like, stiff. I don't want to say you're a walking, like erection, but you kind of are well, sometimes. But there's also it's British though. Like <laughs> I didn't what say it, it wasn't so distinguished. Like, like, I'm just okay, saying. Let's like, get it right. If, Hold on. Let's get it right. English. If if he oh had an God. if he had an English <laughs> accent. Oh my! If God. you only knew him. In every sense of the term, he's the exact same person, but he had an English accent. You would have no problems. No one would question it. Yeah, no. because everyone <laughs> that would listen to him would be like, oh, my God, I love See, on the opposite, accent. I think everybody would. They wouldn't really answer a question, but they're like, man, he's doing okay. Well, everyone would be like, yeah, that okay. checks. Let's, like, let's it's talk standard. about you and Nathan Lore, shall we? Okay, yeah. pause. Getting off topic. We are. All right, so his was finances. Mine was social cues. What's yours? 
You guys went off on a rant about the fucking Shadow Realm. Yeah, you guys, you guys okay, did. And you summer? never gave a, this is this what, is I, what I, I learned. learned. So, all right, you know what I wish I learned? I wish I learned that if you got tattoos, you went to hell. Because now I'm fucked, all right? Well, I like, knew that growing up in the Catholic Church. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you could have just talked to Rod. I was all, oh, <laughs> I've been going to hell. I'll have the six-pack, right? I'm just but, glad I never got tattoos, honestly. No, like, so. <laughs> I hate you. What? Okay. Uh, Ratio. No. No, so here's the thing. Is like the fuck I did know, you just say? I know this education that you got at, yeah. at Foothills. Okay, if we're being so, honest, the high school we went to had a bit of a higher standard as far as yes, education. But I will tell you observationally from what Foothills did not teach you is they did not teach you that you were entitled. And no. I don't mean you, right? Yeah, I, I think mean, he means in general. The general populace was not taught that you are on the upper echelon of what like mid to high class was. Yeah, they did not have that self-awareness and when we were in school. And they embraced it blindly. Yeah. Um, what I thought was super interesting, never mind, it just went away. Okay, okay so what, what, is, so, so <laughs> what did is you it, have that what you What is one thing that yeah, you... That you wanted, you wish you like, oh, you man, had, if I had known that in high have. school. Oh, right. I actually remember what I was gonna say to end your statement. Um, the high school we went to was very, very good at producing kids that'll go to college. Like, that's what you learn. Somebody that could shit. take that next step easily. Yeah. Like, the education was very much in keeping in mind that these kids will go to college, or at least most of them. Whereas a lot of They'll go to lower, college whether they want to or not. Whether they want to or not. Uh, case in point, why I'm going back. Because I went because I was supposed to. And that didn't work out so well. Um, I, I hate that mentality that you have to go to college in order for you to do anything with your life. I yeah, but, but you so, got to like, look at it from today's. You went to. Yeah, but you also got to look at it from today's standards. We're finally moving away from that where you don't Thank need God. a degree a to have well this position yeah. because just because you don't have a degree doesn't mean you're not the right person for the job, right? So it's we are in a society where we're finally moving away from that. But if I look at where we are versus when I graduated, when I graduated, I graduated 2007. It's 15 years ago, and I'm sitting there. Oh, shit. If I don't go to college, I'm a piece of shit. Right. I won't get a good job. I won't get a career that comes down to how it was raised as well. Right. So it it's different. So to your point, at least you guys had that. Yeah. We didn't have that. We had some fucking no degree lady in a fucking high school that would make calls for us. That was it. She didn't do anything. Right. Yeah. And she would try and find us scholarship money. Two people in my class got scholarship money. No one else. So I, I absolutely understand and appreciate the opportunities given to me by my parents for moving to the district yeah. that we went to school at. Because very similar to David's story, like my parents both grew up dirt fucking poor. Yeah, They made it to roughly like lower middle class by the time I was born. And through their own hard work and everything, they were able to move us to like the better neighborhoods of and the city you, you know the irony to it is that like you and i were in like let's say not even like let's say like mid mid class right yeah we're like, we're like mid mid in but when, an when environment you go to of upper with mid. kids whose parents are like for example we and we went to school with the son of the ceo of sharper image yeah right? hell yeah right this dude gets like did he get free massage chairs dude you I went to his house twice. we literally <laughs> had a kid who would Drive to school, like the car he was given to take himself to school was a brand new Corvette Z09. 
Oh, I went to Sabino, like, man. They had a Corvette club. No, yeah. no, no, no. But so, yeah. like, when we talk about, like, you want to talk about, like, We had a Honda Civic once. <laughs> That's better. Yeah. You Collectively, about, like, you had I'm, one. I'm, <laughs> we had one kid that had a Tacoma back in the day, and we were like, oh, shit. His dad was a dentist, though. <laughs> so, so, okay. I am, like, the, the dentist. Of I graduated with you know, a sister. No, it was the dentist, yes. But so I'm the, Shout out to I'm Lola. The bad <laughs> of that equation when we moved to Texas, right? But, like, when when we were at the foot in Foothills, right, and in Tucson, when you have kids who are like, oh, yeah, this entire east wing is mine, right? And you're just like, the fuck? Yeah. We had right. we had parents, one when wing. When the parent's salary is like <laughs> over a million dollars consistently, right? It's a completely different realm of kids. I swear to God. That's right? the life I want. Like, but to what David said earlier, honestly, it was spot on. These kids were insanely well off, and they had no idea that anyone was any different. They had zero awareness that everyone else outside of maybe like one or two other like communities in the area, everyone else was much worse off than they were. I and think that's a different no conversation concept. though. I think, yeah, I think for that, uh, I mean, I could go into rich versus poor versus whatever. But like, I honestly it just, don't even want to it, touch that. It plays I, back into the, the original topic of what you didn't learn and everything. And a big thing that our school, like I learned it through my own, like trial my parents, and, error. and my parents were very good at like, Exposing me to Your different things. Your mom is things. still the most wonderful lady. Absolutely, I swear to God. To the I will die on that hill, 100. Um, percent Black Colton all the way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you guys will. But see like a vast majority of these kids were never taught what the real world was, and that's, that's just. And I'm not saying it's necessarily a high school's job to teach kids what the real world is, but I think there should be a sprinkle of reality mixed to in with everything. It to some degree, to a degree. Yeah, um, to, to, but it's yeah, like to rest. It's the same thing as like the, the financials and everything like that. Like, I feel like a lot of that is supposed to come from like your parents. Unfortunately, not yeah. everyone has parents. Uh, you said like your your parents had some troubles with credit cards. So it's hard to understand credit cards when you don't have someone to teach you them. No, I was literally afraid of them. I didn't want them. I thought they were stupid. Yeah, I didn't, I, know, I, I didn't I, understand the, the best thing for, for you. If I didn't you do realize it. The right it. Way. Yeah. I didn't know what they were. Which I it like scam. Agreed. My mom got me a credit card when I was sixteen, and all that would go on there was was gas. 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 Yep. Yep. Just to start like under or, uh, applying credit. You literally to my name. build some sort of credit Absolutely. history, and then it's wonderful. Now, I mean, to, to your point, though, same thing with social like cues, right? Absolutely. I grew up in this weird bubble that when I when I graduated, I didn't know about the real world. And I wasn't one of those preppy fucking yada yadas. Right. Mm -hmm. I fucked up way more than I should have in high school. And I still managed to graduate. I wait. You actually did. Yeah, oh, I, I still thank my friend Kyle for that. Well, we're not friends anymore, but I I still thank him for that because he kind of carried me that last year, right? When I was a complete fuck up. But the thing was, is that was when I got to college. Yeah. Rod is not a fuck up. I'm not a not fuck up now. I, I, I literally have recovered better than anyone in my family ever. I make more money than I should. I'm more responsible than I should be like. There's so much that goes what behind happened it to now, you? but I learned through trial and error, and right? You learn so, by making those mistakes. Okay, Correct. So, so let's let's bring it to brass tacks, right? What was it at Foothills? 
I have a hard time with that one as far as like pinning down a specific thing because like everyone wants to go like oh well taxes like so I've I've known, taxes since, I've known you since you know after we graduated I know you before we graduated yeah. we weren't really friends in high school we were different social clubs we got you really moving crazy. away obviously you weren't in a social like, club don't lie I, to me I was not in yeah a social I know club, let's be honest <laughs> um, but no so I will tell you like from what I noticed about you I think the big one that Foothills didn't teach people is how to deal with emotional baggage. I don't think oh, any school ever. Does. I don't think that's school. A, that's ever, not a. That's not a school well, issue. For as well funded as that school was, mm, I no, I disagree completely. See, you, guys jumped, you guys jumped. You guys jumped. You guys jumped into a whole different process. So I was thinking more like you take a class for this, not like yeah, you exactly. learn this from your friends or your teacher. No, no, no. I was talking about like what you should have learned. I learned everything I needed to, to in high school. Afterwards. I, I learned no, way more than I should. I can. I, the reason I bring up social cues is because I grew up in such a weird community that everyone had such a grasp on everything. It fucked me yeah. up for a couple of years. Small towns, you don't need social skills Correct. because everyone already knows everyone. You don't have to meet anyone. So yeah, you meet everyone at the church. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At the first I school I was, in the church. they didn't want <laughs> us to, it felt like they didn't want us the to socialize with anybody else outside of the school. But so I don't know how many times I've seen people like, oh, we got married. I'm like, holy fuck, you guys were kind of dating on and off. And all of a sudden, like everybody from that school Shh, married it within the school. Happen. It was horrible. Okay, but so, like, so you, you can't you can't pinpoint something, okay? I it would I would be hard pressed to pinpoint a specific like topic to to Nate's uh, point of like a class could fix this. Um, quite I, frankly, we went to a good school. I can tell you, hey, that's respectable, man. Yeah, it's just, Wait, it's no, good. No. I'm glad you liked school. I fucking hated the people, but it was yeah, a good. I education. was one of those people, motherfucker. And taking it personally. For all the <laughs> for uh, all the shit in high school, I still he already started the, the division. Like we were in different social school over there. Well, no, no, it wasn't that. Like, you weren't my friend in high school. Who, okay, Hoop David. And I Jesus. literally met during like the middle of summer, where we were building wooden dragsters because of community schools. Yeah. Because they didn't want they didn't want to say it was summer school. Right? It, it, it was, was a place to daycare. Ah, nerds. You know, it was basically yeah. daycare where your rich parents would put you in daycare. Hell Except yeah. like you were a middle schooler, so you couldn't just be like babysat. <laughs> you're too old. It's so they would they would drop you off at school to do like because they're like, oh yeah, your shit. parents need to go make money. Yeah, right. I, like yeah. I grew up <laughs> literally. Me, all of me and my brothers are three years apart. So what's wonderful is that my brother was always old enough to watch us as long as he was CPR certified and we didn't go in the pool. Three, what? <laughs> you, you you only we're have three two years apart. You have, no, no, you we're have two three siblings? years apart. How many? A prot? A prot? A prot? We're three years apart. I have f four siblings. Technically, so there's five of you. There is five of us. All right, that's hey, the I Catholic really number that I was looking for. Yeah, there's five. <laughs> like, you said you grew up Catholic. You have well, more than like two a couple of them. brothers. So the twin the twins grew up as my cousins because when they were born, they went to my aunt and uncle. Okay. Okay. So we it, until I was I think fourteen. We knew them as my cousin Ross and my cousin Christina, but they're actually my. I've mentioned them, but very. They lightly. they are my half brother and my half sister. Yeah, and then with my little brother, they're full blood, so they're full siblings. All and, and would you say your social was? I would. <laughs> um, it's like break okay. down your entire family. No, Arizona, not Alabama. Okay, so. <laughs> so I guess, I guess I'll say from from the the aspect of foothills to Texas, right? Brownsboro High School. My graduating class went from like what well, we were like 500 to like 270, which was don't get me wrong. I know it's not 30, right? But when you're 270 is from like a 30 mile radius, 
around the town that you're in. You had 30 miles? Oh, my God. I get it. You're a hick. Calm down. Um, He's really trying to lay it on thick. Right, he is. Jesus, do you want to go freaking like... David, he wasn't a hick. He was a burnout from a very closed-knit religious community, which is arguably worse. Okay, so he's in a cult. Got it. Um, it I cult. was outside the it cult. It is called St. David he, for he a reason, was, right? He was a breakout of the cult. Right. Yeah. So, um, no. so, so, okay. From well, he has a problem with it. I will tell you, when I moved to Texas, I definitely figured out I was fucking not in the same financial bracket. Right? I figured out. And you wanted, like, the most cataclysmic event where I figured that out is I stayed at another friend's house for the first time. Right? Crash there for the weekend. That's really a big change. No, 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 no. Especially no, 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 no. compared to the, the area we grew up in. The factor to this is that I lived in a house that was reasonably, it was a brick-built house from, like, the late 80s. It was on the lake. So definitely, like, you know, advantage. But it was also, like, a lakeside community, this little city. There's a there. lot of lakes in Texas. Being yeah. lakeside in Texas is not it's a huge It's also really flex. flat. Don't get T-Mobile. It sucks. Um, but, no, so... True. The the fun one there was that like I, I went and stayed with my friend Brady and like Brady and I don't talk much we check in very rarely and Brady had less than ideal from what I was experiencing right his his room was like he had a queen bed he had a TV right but his roof was like corrugated sheet roof right it was a very different experience to what I'm ex- like used to right. And the one night that I'm staying with him, I kid you not, a fucking tornado's coming through. Hell yeah. Dude, I am like sitting there as like, are we gonna be okay? Like and I have to drive home. Do tornadoes come near lakes? <laughs> no, it, it, he was far enough from the lake that it wasn't like it, it was it was a different in town, right? You have to drive twenty miles to your friend's house. Yeah. You're right? also the the one guy in that whole community that Lived wasn't used city. to or which just wasn't used to tornadoes. So you're sitting yeah. there like, are we going to be okay? And they're like, dude, this is a Tuesday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like howling winds. We're watching a, Def Dun- a Jeff Dunham special at like three in the morning. Right. Back and when like, he was funny. Video games were not an act- aspect for him because he was the oldest. And he had like two little siblings that he was basically like the bad child. Right. So like there was this like click where I was just like, like the noticing like the wants and needs of others became a lot more apparent. Right. Um, so that's what you took away from high school, like the difference. I think in that like- you—it's hard to just say what you wanted to learn in high school when high school is literally this massive, impactful part of your life. Whether it be social cues, whether it be intellect, whether it be things, I, I would say like this is just observational starting, right? When we go into like physically in class, it's that our education system was not designed to teach people after the age of fifteen. Welcome to Zero Stake. I'm Rod. Thank you for listening in. Our episodes are on YouTube and Spotify. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Leave a comment and we'll see you next episode.